0: welcome 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 it's your girl victoria again with heal but scarred i wanted to talk about a topic that is very interesting and you know and I'm speaking from a woman's perspective and why do we have to compete versus go ahead and congratulate and or just go ahead and collaborate with the person instead of feeling like you have to compete with them you know for women we get we did we consider the lowest thing especially the african-american or woman we consider the lowest one on the food chain when it comes to life and livelihood and who we are you know they consider us to be the less even so more less than men so at the end. Of The day we have to work twice as hard as any man, plus we have to run the household, plus we have to run our education, plus we have to run our businesses, plus we have to work and do everything else that's called for, and we have to do it twice as hard and we have to do it better. So, why, if we know what the plot of the woman is, especially the African American woman, why do we still feel the need to compete and tear each other down? This has been something that has reigned true as long as I've been alive and I'm 48 years old and as long as I've been alive I've seen this happen where when one woman walks into the room the other one sizes her up and you know you never seeing how beautiful she is and building her up but you decide first you want to tear her down and you know if she have any confidence about herself you want to tear that down. And it's just been awakening. It's like, you know, we got so many other things to worry about and think about. And why would we put ourselves in a position to still tear another sister down? And when I say sisters, people automatically think I'm talking about black women. But I'm talking about all women. If she's a female and she's able to be a children, she is a sister. And we should understand that we all bleed the same. We all live the same. We all have the same issues the same. And none of us... None of us have angels down here flying us around to our destination. We all have to put everything on, bras and everything on at one accord. We have to do it ourselves. We ain't got nobody doing it for us. So at the end of the day, we all have to go through the same plot as women. Whether we become moms or not, whether we become... successful or not, we still have a plot and a thing that we have to do to be able to get through and to the point of where we get to perfecting the life that we want to live and perfecting the things that we want to have in life. Not that we will ever be perfect, but we perfect what it is that we've been given, the gift that we have in our life. And I want to start off this evening with prayer because that's the way I begin and end with anything that has to do with me and ministry and what God has called me to. I always want to give pay homage to him and always seeking him in the way that he wants me to go forth. I come to you right now, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for this day. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your patience. I thank you for your mercy. I pray. On this day, Father God, that I would die to self, that your Holy Spirit will be able to use me to your glory in the way that you've called me, oh God, and that I will speak a word in due season to your people, Lord God, and that I will bring wisdom and understanding, Lord God, and you said in all I'll get and get understanding. That's what you said in your word in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, and Lord, as I go forth, let Victoria totally die to self and that the Holy Spirit will have his way in me and that I could be used for your glory and for your temperance and for your patience and that every Everything be found pleasing to you out of my mouth, and let the meditation on my heart and my soul and everything about me be a blessing to you, oh God. And I pray these things as the hearers of your word and every person that you want to hear, where I have to say that they be blessed, Lord God, and that they grow to another level and that they be better than they are today and that they allow you when the King of glory, the God of all creation, that they would allow you to come in and have your way. So I pray all these things in the matchless and holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm back, family, and I really, this was really hard topic for me because one being one of those women that I was picked on a lot by my aunts growing up, by family members growing up, called names that wasn't really kind to who I was as a person, tore me down a lot when I was growing up, being a kid that was molested as a kid. So I never really had a whole lot of friends and then the few friends I did have I held very dear to me and I was very close to them and I was be able to share with them and it wasn't it was only a handful. It wasn't a whole lot of them but they were the best girlfriends that a girl can ask for they was like my sisters and i'm grateful every day that i had them in my life to get me to the place and where i am today and it's just so amazing when you could get the chance to look back over your life and see everything that god wanted to grow you to and how he had to bring you through to take you to what it is that he was blessing you with and you didn't understand it at the time and for me I've had to learn the hard way because I've always had a hard time dealing with women when I came into the room either they didn't like me either they sized me up and they really didn't want me around because they was threatened by me but at the end of the day God has shown me so much favor in my last few years of walking with him and talking with him and opening doors for me and yes I'm just like every other woman I go through stresses I go through insecurities I go through moments where I feel down I go through moments where I where, where I felt like i I wanted to give up at one point but then God has been so good to me and I've learned in my walk and in my time with him that the, if I doubt anything about what he has told me would happen that mean I don't trust him and I never wanted God to feel like he couldn't trust me and that I didn't trust him because I know where he's brought me from I know the blessings in my life that he blessed me with I know the things that I should have been dead at but he kept me so I'm in that place in my life now where all I can do is just sit back and trust his process and trust what it is that he's taken me through because in my life and the things that I've had to experience has all been when I go back and I look back to my life I know when I first was molested as a kid by by a neighbor Canarius Parker, and I know when I went through certain things at that time in my life and when I grew up I had this hard exterior you couldn't penetrate me you couldn't make me feel bad you couldn't break me and that was my mindset and everything I've ever thought about and I was just in that place where I wouldn't allow you to, and I wouldn't allow people to And so when I went to, got into church and got into ministry to women, they totally tried to tear me down. They totally tried to do to me the same thing that happened to me when I was a kid. Because, you know, abuse can happen not only physically, but abuse can happen emotionally. Abuse can happen mentally. And when you're in a, a place of people where they're constantly trying to, pick at your fibers and who you are and it's the small fox is the word of god say that spoils divine and when you have people digging at you little digs and little digs those digs turn out to be shovels and them shovels turn out to be bigger ditches and bigger building the bigger holes in your character and who you are and then when people tear you down so much you start to believe the things they say versus the things that god say when god say that you're fearfully and wonderfully made and if you've ever been through a bad relationship a bad breakup a bad marriage and oh, a bad friendship that's been toxic to you, you totally can understand what I'm saying about the hurt and the disappointment and the insecurity that comes in thinking you're not enough, thinking you're not good enough. And so what I've had to do and I've had to learn over the years that, you know, people are going to treat you only the way you allow them to. And I think I had been hurt so bad by people that whenever anybody and it's the same way you are when you're a young woman and that first man that ever tell you they love you you forget about your daddy and everything else that was in your life and you forget about the men that was in your life all your uncles your brothers and all those people because this one guy done told you he loved you and he seemed genuine and then you run after this relationship only to find out that you was just another pawn or another notch on his belt because he wanted somebody to sleep with and then you find out that that wasn't the person you was going to spend your forever with because you were so young young and you have to look at relationships like that that some things are for seasons you know you have summer spring winter and fall for a reason because some people are gonna fall off of your life and you're not always gonna understand why they fall but things have to grow and things have to change and then you have your springs and then you have your summers and then you have your spring where things are blooming and they look beautiful your summer where everything that came in and everything is seasoned the way it's supposed to be and then you get back to your fall when things are falling again and it getting it's getting a little colder and then you have your winter times when things are just at a standstill because it's so cold outside and because it's snowing outside and you can't do a lot of traveling and the things that you used to. So that's a, the seasons of life and how things change and when things are at a standstill and you're in, that means you're in your winter time of your season of life and you have to learn how to be able to sit there and wait in and then allow God to have his way and be able to speak to you at those times and know it doesn't always feel promising and great when you feel like the person that created you and made you and put you in a certain position is not speaking to you but I'm here to tell you God is still speaking he's still moving and even when we don't hear him at a time it's just because he's allowing us to process because he wants us to trust him and the more you trust him the more he's going to bless you the more he's going to bring you through because obedience is better than sacrifice and I've had to learn that everybody that comes bearing gifts are not from God and the devil gives gifts as well I was on the radio. Um, for a young woman and her husband that I had met and in the midst of this they told me I didn't have to pay anything they just wanted me to be a blessing to the people oh you don't have to pay anything and you know I'm one of those people I'm a fact checker I always tell people to test me and try me because of who I am and this couple told me that I didn't have to pay anything I got the emails got the messages no we just want you to be a blessing to the people and you know I have my own business, so. This same sister reached out and asked me for some prints for my business. I went ahead and gave her the prints that she needed for the business. Uh, I made them up for her and she was supposed to pay me for them. She asked me how much um, were the prints. And basically, I sent them to her after she asked. She asked several times for the invoices. I just want to know how to pay you. But then she decides to send me an invoice for all the radio time when she told me I didn't have to pay. Getting up there for free for her two hours every week and doing what was asked of me, sending gifts to her, doing things for her, and then the same person will go behind my back and stab me in the back after praying for her sister, praying for her husband, praying for her family, praying for her livelihood, praying for people that's coming against her. This same person will betray me and turn on me and just trying is just uh, it's amazing how nasty people can be when they feel like they have you in the position of getting what they need from you and no longer needing you. And so this older lady that I thought was, could be like a mom figure, spiritual mom, or, or yet again, another woman of God that say she's from God, but actions totally different from God and then to have first women that i trusted took thousands of dollars from me in ministry my pastor's ex-pastor's wife took thousands of dollars from me and the only reason why i wasn't in jail for her taking my money is because it kept being say you don't take christians to jail you you don't take christians to court is what i was told and that's what the husband told me and then after a while of not getting my money back she started making payments then she just stopped again and then what was it said nothing is just swept under the rug bad behavior Bad Christian behavior. So I'm learning that just because people say they're Christians, just because people speak out of their mouth that they're Christians and they do the hallelujah and they're doing the praise doesn't mean that they from God. And what we have to learn how to do is use discernment because just because a person is speaking that they know God, the devil knows God, and he speaks the word of God and he changes it up just enough to get what he needs from other people. So I'm learning that you have to allow God to let God do your screening, let God do your pre-screening of people and he'll show you people by the fruit of their labor, by the fruit of the spirit, if they're bearing fruit or not. In my case, I came to a group where I started on Facebook is a free group. You can come in and learn crafts. You can learn business. You can learn a whole lot of things. But what I learned in that group that God didn't want me to just come into there and have the group as business and making money. He wanted me to have prayer in that group to be able to encourage others and be able to help others. So this is where I met a lot of people. And I found out that when you go in there to do ministry from, for the Lord and you have a certain heart and a heart to give and a heart to do that some people come in as an opportunity and some people come in looking like they trying to bless you but really they trying to use you and they trying to take advantage so I've had to see those wolves and sheep's clothing that look like they're there for the Lord and look like they're there for the right reason only to find out that they really wasn't from God and they really wasn't there to bless me but they was there for me to give what I had and see I've had to learn that people want your gift but they don't want you. They don't want you as a person. They want what you have and they want what you know but as far as you're concerned they don't care about how you survive and how you make it and how your mental state is and what you're going through is just all about them. So I've had to learn that in my walk with God, I have to seek him first, even with friendships, even with business, even with money, every decision I make now going forth. I'm learning that I have to allow the Lord to lead. I am not the owner and the boss of anything that has to do with my life. The Lord is the is my under-shepherd and my shepherd. He is my pastor. He is my leader. He is the CEO of my business. All I do is steward what he's given me and trusted in me down here. Because each and every one of us have a gift from God and a calling of something awesome and powerful that we do that nobody else can do like us. It's only one you. And I have to tell my, my people that listen to me and my subscribers and the people that allow me to help them with business and everything about who I am. I have to keep in mind that when you're responsible, when God gives you a platform, it's not just for you. It's for others. It's to help build up others and not tear them down. So I've had to go through a phase where I had to keep rebuilding myself from what happened in the past when I was a kid, rebuilding for what happened to me as a kid and then rebuilding as a woman and being broken in ministry with church and then being broken again and sometimes having to be rebroken because of decisions that I've made. So at the end of the day, God has still been good to me. He has still kept his promises towards me. He's still opening doors for me. He's still blessing me. And I know that when the radio opportunity that God has for me will not waver, it will not break down. It will not just be temporary. It will not just be for people to take advantage of the gift that I have. But when God sets you up in the right place, in the right time, in the right position, he addeth no sorrow with his blessings and the things that he has for us. So we have to learn that not every gift is from the God of creation. Not every gift that people want to give, you, you gotta watch those bearing gifts. And I learned that a long time ago because people don't have the right motives. They give you a little bit of something because they want something bigger and they know who you are and how your heart is that you're a giver. And when you a giver, you're gonna be around a lot of takers because that's the way some people are. They take, 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 and they always want for free. But then God has to show you every need, is not your calling. But when God puts something on your heart, or He tells you to do something, just be ready to be obedient because obedience is better than sacrifice. And I've had to learn so much in these last this last 11 months. I was running a business plus being able to let other women in because for a long time I said that me and my mother didn't have the greatest relationship and I'm not close to her like I was when I was younger but I definitely still love her and I definitely is a place in my heart for her but when people are so toxic you have to remove yourself because I can't do the negative vibes I always have to be at peace and if I feel like my peace and my joy is being wreaked by you then I have to remove you because if I'm not at peace and I'm not at joy I can't hear God I can't move move and the spirit of what he's called me to because I got too much on my mind. So you have to have the mind of Christ and keep things clear and go forth from what he's called you to. The enemy loves confusion. He loves distinction. He loves when you fight with others. He loves the arguments. He loves when Christians and others are keeping themselves so bound in gossip and nastiness and wickedness that they never get to get to the real picture and the real true God and who he is, that he still lives, that he still speaks and that he still have power. So I've had to learn this in my walking in my time with him. It's been so many days where I wanted to just throw on a towel and walk away. But I'm here to tell you, it's just a bend in the road. It's not the end of the road. Keep pushing. Keep pursuing. Don't walk away because God got you no matter how it looks, no matter what the situation is that you're going through and where you find yourself at. Just always remember, he is the storm catcher. He's the way. He's the truth. And he's the light. And the only way you get to go to heaven, the only way you get to have eternal life in his name is Jesus. You can't get around him to get to the Father. You can't go behind him. You can't go above him. He is the only way to the father. So you have to acknowledge Jesus. You have to know that it's only through him you get to see his daddy and him and his father is one. So I always want people to know and always lead them back to God is greater than any situation you go through. He's greater than anything that will try to come against you. He's more powerful than any man. He ha- He's not broke. He's not needy he's not he's the only thing he wants is your love All he wants is your obedience when he asks you to do something and I think that's a small gesture to ask for from a father that created you and made you and blessed you and still have you here and it's just been hard and sometimes we're going to find out as women that it gets harder and harder sometimes before we get to the greater blessings and the things that God has for us and sometimes it's going to feel like no matter how much positive you put out there how many great things you do out there for others it's still going to like it's not enough and you're going to get tired and you're going to get broke down and you're going to be seem like you just can't get up but I'm here to tell you He'll raise you up every time and you cannot let the enemy win because every time we give up and walk away, we say that our God is not strong enough and powerful enough to sustain us and keep us. And that's a lie from the enemy. He's not omnipresent. He's not omnipresent. Only God is, only God sees everything. Only God is everywhere, not the devil. The devil just have a wink of what he think your life is and what he thinks you're getting ready to get in. He goes crazy because he doesn't want you to get to a clear place of peace always here God. He doesn't want you to have a relationship with the Lord. And the bottom line is he wants to end that relationship and he wants you in a reprobate mind. He wants you in a place where you're never able to think. That's why he keeps throwing everything at you. He keeps throwing circumstances to keep your mind always going in anger and bitterness and resentment. He's always there to try to keep you bogged down at work and the pressures and the stress that you have to deal with, with the kids and the husband and every other situation that will come against you. But I'm here to tell you that no matter how many situations come, how many storms come to try to take you down? They won't be able to win because joy will come in the morning, and your God is powerful enough because He is the storm catcher. How do you how can I tell you the truth? Because when He was on that boat with Peter, He stopped the, the come on, He was down there asleep when the storm was going on on the boat. And he told him, "Oh, you a your little faith." He done got up and stopped the song. Everything obeys the living God, and His name is Jesus. He spoke to the storm, and the storm stopped. See, God is, has a way of moving in the simplest situation to let you know, "I'm still God. I'm still in control." See, He's in control of the storm of your life. He's in control of every problem and every situation. He does not lose power. He's never lost power, and He never will lose power. Death couldn't hold him. Remember that. Three days later, he got up and rose from the dead, at the end of the day, we have to learn to know who we are and where we are and where we going from here. And we have to stop competing with each other and tearing each other down. God told you, a soft answer turns away wrath. We supposed to be building one another, not tearing each other down. And when you a giver of life and you are a receiver, you are you automatically receive criticism. You automatically receive pain. You automatically sensitive more to other things than normal people because women see things different from men. And at the end of the day, some of us are emotional and some of us are so hard because of what we've been through and what life has threw at us and I just always it's just always seemed like it always come down to the women fighting men don't do it as often as we do do they fight do they disagree absolutely but we have to learn how to disagree with people that don't agree with the same things we do but be be able to be disagreeable with the person and not agree with everything that they say but don't do it in a way where it disrespects the other person and makes them feel like what they have to say and what they bring to the table is not good enough and we have to do that in life and religion and let people be who they are because love is what covers a multitude of sin. Love is a thing that changes people. Love is what breaks the yokes with people because only the power of the living God can break anything and break every chain and break every person. So we have to learn how to be able to deal with things and be able to deal with it and with the mind of Christ. Because he said you could be angry, but don't sin. And when we collaborate with each other and build each other up we get more beads with honey than we would with anything else and they said one can chase a thousand and two can chase ten thousand when we come together as one the enemy cannot defeat us because if my sister's crying I'm crying if my sister is hurt I'm hurt are you your brother's keeper absolutely I am my brother's keeper if my sister hurt I hurt if my sister is going through something I'm going through that thing with her because I'm not going to allow her to go through it by herself so we have have to learn in life and love and relationship and business and everything that we do with and everything that we trust in God for, that we have to be the same person all the way around. We can't change it, we can't waver it. God is love, and if you say you love God, you should be all the way across with the same mindset that He has, and that's the mind of Christ. And he doesn't make mistakes. It's a reason why you're still alive. It's a reason why you're here. Cause he has a call for your life. He has purpose for you. Don't let anything or anybody tell you anything other than that. Because I know that he has that his word, his word, his word is where it's at. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. He said he knows the plans he has for you. Don't go back and waver see the enemy wanted me to shut my voice down because I quit doing the radio for this couple but he wanted me to shut my voice down and feel it like, and walk away from everything because if women is my biggest problem why minister to them why deal with them on a daily basis but he's a liar in the from the pits of hell so I know whenever the devil tries to do certain things to try to discourage me that means God's getting ready to bring something much bigger. And I spoke it before and I'm going to speak it again. And I'ma. Gonna... life and death is in the power of your tongue. I speak that I will be able to go to conferences and speak to women. A powerful word for the living God to let them know that they can make it. I'm going to be speaking before thousands of people. I'm going to be speaking his word. I'm going to be teaching his word. I'm going to go forth on the radio like he promised. Every word that God promised me, everything he ever said would happen is going to happen. And God is not like man. Every time he makes a promises, he keeps his promise. So we have to remember not to treat God the way we treat relationships and people down here because he's not like them. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So when God promises you something write that thing down in your journal put a date on it put a time on it and then bring it back to his memory every day until it's moved until it happens because it's going to happen you just have to trust him and believe that what he say is true and he has never given us a reason to doubt him. Do we get everything that we want? No, but we get everything that we need supplied from him. And he said he was supplied and he's never wavered. He's always made a way. And when we see, and we can't take all the good that he gives us and all the blessings that he gives us and not take the bad, the things that's going to happen. Because we all want to go through something negative at times. We all going to go through moments where we don't understand what he's doing and why he's doing certain things. But I'm here to tell you, the best is yet to come. It may seem like you can't make it right now because everything is against you. Your bills due. You ain't got a place to live. It seems like you ain't got your car working right. It seems like everything you've touched seems like it's going to trash. But I'm here to tell you, he's a rebuilder. He's a revitalizer. He's a rejuvenator. He's a revelator. He'll bring it all back and he'll bless you with everything the enemy tried to take from you. He'll give it back to you a hundredfold and he'll turn it around and make it even greater than what you lost. See, God is a God that don't take away from you. He adds to you. He multiplies to you. He is awesome. He is powerful. And we just have to learn to sit in it and learn how to not compete with one another but build each other up because it's the one, your net worth is according to your network, and as many people as you have in your network to help build you up, that's how you become. Obedient. That's how you become wealthy, not just wealthy with money, but wealthy and rich in relationships, wealthy and rich. With, when you need a resource and you need help with something, you can contact those resources because you've been there for others. And a lot of times and you may find friendships and loved ones that won't be there for you. But God will send you a group of strangers that you don't even know to build you up, bless you, enter in and pay for your goods and everything in your business and make sure you're fine. And for me, I just always thought that if I didn't have family and friends and my church family supporting me, that my business wouldn't thrive. I'm here to tell you, I started my um, crafting business and sublimation blanks business where I sell blanks and things for the crafting community so they could do dot sublimation on it. And I'm here to tell you, over four years in this business now, God is still blessing me. He's still taking care of me. And you know who the people that support me? None of them are family. None of them are friends. None of them are the people that I thought when I started this out in ministry that they would be there for me. Not none. God has gave me a whole new group of people. A whole new group of relationships and sisterhoods. Saying a new relationships and brotherhoods that he has given me. And these people have supported me. They've supported me for the last four years. They didn't even know me, they still have never met me, but God is keeping me and God is sustaining me and he's sustaining my business. And some months I'd be like, Lord, I don't know how we gonna make it. But then He always comes through. He always makes a way. He always providing. He's always making sure me and my family eat. So at the end of the day, just trust the process. Trust where He's taking you to and where He's taking you through. He doesn't teachers don't give the answers to the test when you're taking a the test. They wait until after you complete it to help you with what you need help with. And we have to look at God the same way. He's our Father. He's our best friend. He's our salvation. He's our our mercy. He's our grace. He's everything that we need. He is fearless. He is not. He doesn't have any rivals. There's nobody that can take him down. There's nobody that could defeat him. He's God all by himself. And we have to remember that our God is bigger than any situation and problem that we have. We have to remember that. I have to tell myself every day when I'm going through certain things and I don't see any changes and I say I'm steady praying Lord and I don't hear you. But when he does speak and when he does give you that rhema word, that right now word that you needed and you knew nobody else can do it but him, that's the kind of God we serve, y'all. He's awesome. He's powerful. He's magnificent. He's wonderful. And I want you to always know build your sister up and don't tear it down in spite of they self. You know how many people I've had a bestie that I thought would be with me for life went off on me, cursed me out. Um, removed her from my space and haven't heard from her since. See, and these are people that you build up and you try to help with business. You try to help with life. You try to encourage and they could just walk away from you like you never existed. See, that wasn't a real relationship and you have to learn the people that's real and the ones that's not because you got people that's attached themselves to you so they could keep weakening your spirit and weakening your ears so you can come and do what they want you to do and you have to learn where people are at and who they are and please make sure that whatever you do you seek God first you seek God second you seek God third you seek God for everything and ask Him for wisdom before you make any decisions on anything in your life that will hurt you define you and change you it's important to seek him first, the kingdom of God. Matthew 6, 33 talks about that. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added unto you. God, and he continues to tell us to protect ourselves, guard your heart. You know, the enemy wants to sift you. He wants to throw you to the curb and he wants you to never know a relationship with the living God because he wants you to think it's so difficult. It's so hard. And yes, some days it may feel that way, but I'm here to tell you, he died for you so you can have a personal relationship with him. Just trust his process and trust who he is and just go forth and let him have his way. And as I go forth, I'm going to be up here more. Um, not only because I'm not doing radio, but because I've slowed down and doing other things. I just want to get God's word out there. I want to get as many people led to him and saved as possible. I want to tell the whole world about who Jesus is and cause them to know him in a more greater way. So we have to learn to walk upright, and do what he has called us to do and trust him. And it's not always going to be easy because when the world's doing everything that they want to do, it's going to look like you're never having fun, like you're never getting to do what you want to do. And like other people's businesses and things seem like they're just growing and growing and making more than you. But I'm here to tell you, he's preparing a place for you. He's preparing a mansion with gold streets. And if you just trust the process, he could bring you all the way through this and make you a blessing for others. He'll cause you to be a champion for others when others won't understand. He'll bring you through it. And as I talk to you tonight, talking with, sometimes my heart get heavy when I when I have to end relationships that I've had for a long time. Sometimes it's hard to walk away from people that you love and care for. But at the end of the day, when they was willing to walk away from you and they was they didn't care how you would make it, they wouldn't care how you would how it would affect you. They just did what they needed to do. But I'm here to tell you, I serve God more than enough more than enough and as I wrap this thing up just trust him trust the process and in business and life and love just give more than we just give more than we receive. don't always be a taker, be a giver and be able to let God lead us and guide us. It's again that I say thank you for listening thank you for the opportunity for you to hear me. I look for greater days and powerful more days for God to be able to use me and He's last and evil days, but I know the best is yet to come. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I thank you for your word. I thank you for being awesome. I thank you for being powerful. And as I go forth in you, Lord God, I just ask you to bless each and every hearer, every person that will come on here and listen. Each and every person that wants to hear your word, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus, that you bless them and keep them and sustain them and meet every need according to your riches and glory, Lord God. I honor you and I magnify and glorify your holy name, Lord Jesus. It's in your holy and precious name I pray. Amen.